0: Bidzy's Small Business Society, number 137. You're listening to Bidzy's Small Business Society. I'm Rob Beresoff. We talk to small business owners about what makes their small business successful. Connect with Bidzy's Small Business Society at bidzy.com and grow your business. Monthly subscriptions start at $14.99, that's $14.99 per month for unlimited access to new customers and unlimited bidding at bidsy.com. Email rob at bidsy.com for more details or start your 30-day free trial now at bidsy.com. Thanks for listening to this episode of Bidzy Small Business Society. Today I am talking with Matt Miller. Matt's company, School Spirit Vending, provides a simple yet very effective method for schools and club organizations to raise money. An ex-Air Force pilot turned corporate top performer turned entrepreneur, Matt has created a cutting-edge profitable business system for himself and others to generate revenue and help achieve the lifestyle they're striving toward. Welcome, Matt. Thanks for taking the time today. Can you first tell us more about yourself then about some of the projects you're working on today?
1: Hey, Rob. Thanks for having me on, man. This is
0: cool. Thanks so much, uh, man. Thanks for making the time.
1: Yeah. So I'm a recovering Air Force pilot, recovering advertising <laughs> executive who decided to get in vending, of all things. Of course, that's the natural progression, right? I mean, Air <laughs> Force guy, you know, I, I mean, vending is the the natural like, progression like, there. It's
0: got to be candies the next step, right? So,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So I... You know, have essentially reinvented myself three times along the way. I got a chance to fly airplanes for nine years and absolutely loved it, but realized that I didn't like being told what to do after I'd been in the military a while. And that's not a very good place to be if that's if that's the case. <laughs> and so I thought the corporate space would be better for me and got into the corporate space and found out that It was a lot less predictable that the rules were regularly changing and oftentimes they weren't in my favor and just, you know, had some, some rough patches there where financially we were in a, in a really bad place because of some decisions out, out of my control. So I started doing some things on the side, initially selling aluminum cans and uh, selling used books online but i had read robert kiyosaki's book rich dad poor dad and bought into his whole concept of passive income so like i was measuring plus, yeah. yeah so i was measuring everything that i was doing against what he talks about in that book and i had a buddy from mine from church one sunday mentioned he and his young daughters had gumball machines and that struck a chord with me i knew it was going to take a lot of gumballs to get out of the hole that we were in but I knew that the machines would do the selling themselves and that for next to nothing, I could begin to put Kiyosaki's thought process into my life. Once I knew the numbers, I could kind of calculate what kind of effort was going to take to finally get myself to where I wanted to be. And so I bought my first used candy and gumball machine on eBay. This is about 12 years ago. Uh, for 36 bucks, I was living in Houston, Texas at the time and found a guy who actually lived in the area. So I didn't even have to pay for shipping. And that was kind of my start in vending. I from there taught myself how to get locations, ventured off into toys and temporary tattoos and stickers and that type of thing. And we were, we were trucking there for a couple of years. I had developed a a business on the side that was producing, you know, twice the revenue a month that I was taking home in my cor- corporate career. Oh, wow. You know, just doing it on nights and weekends. And then 07 and 08 hit, the market tanked. Everybody was hurt in a big way financially, and our numbers went down because a lot of people weren't going out to frequent the businesses where I had equipment. And right around that time I had a couple young kids come knocking on my door selling me stuff for the local school fundraisers. And that was where I kind of had that aha moment and said, hey, what if we got machines in the schools and what if we did custom mascot stickers and sold those in the machines? It would be a way to increase school spirit, a way to get some kids off the street uh, because the fundraising or at least some of it could be done in-house and a way for me to mitigate some of the ups and downs of the economy by – you know, being where the kids are five days a week, nine months out of the year. So that's kind of where everything got started today. We're a franchise. We've got about 70 franchisees in about 35 states. Um, Our team will grow over a hundred percent in size this calendar year alone. And um, we are just big time in the grow right now as we, work towards, you know, reaching out and impacting every school across America here as time goes on.
0: Good stuff. Great story, Matt. And how enlightening was it for that light bulb to go off and you had this idea to create this business? Man, what a great, great idea. Because, I mean, different than business, those schools are not going to shut down necessarily or in the foreseeable future, but those kids are always going to be in there. And as we sit and speak to each other through these microphones into our earbuds, people are putting coins into those machines and you are creating some of that passive income, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, I... I, I w- got kind of excited about this whole idea of making money while I slept, right? And I knew it was was going to be hard. I knew there was going to be a lot of work involved. I, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. But I felt and have always felt that I was put here for a lot bigger purpose than just to make enough money to put a roof over my family's head and keep food on the table. And so I feel like what we've put together enables not only me, but our franchisees, the opportunity to really live that American dream that we've all talked about or, or dreamt about most of our lives and to have the opportunity to put, to put time and energy and effort over time into what maybe we're truly here to do instead of just what we have to do to take care of the basic day-to-day necessities. Um, I've always wanted to do mission work overseas. I've always wanted to encourage and inspire kids in a lot of what we do. And I'm kind of in a place today where I can spend a lot more time doing those kind of things because the whole money thing's kind of, you know, resolved itself.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think uh, just going back to the intro, creating that lifestyle business, right? Definitely. Absolutely. Now, uh, let's talk more about your actual business here. Now, what is the advantage of this method over other school fundraising programs? You know, the biggest thing, Rob, is
1: schools are short on two things in most cases today, funds and volunteers. And we help them in both of those areas. Because, you know, in most families today, both parents are having to work just to pay the bills. So there aren't nearly as many moms and dads available to help out and support what's going on internally in the school as there once was. And there never seems to be enough money. I mean, it's crazy. Some of the things that schools are utilizing our machine for, I, I ran into a principal at a elementary principals event in Grand Rapids, Michigan last December. And we were talking about the program and she got really excited about it. And I said, I said, ma'am, if you wouldn't mind my asking, what are you going to do with the money? She said, we're going to get lice kits. And I said, what? She said, lice kits. She said, we have so much money pouring into our district for technology that everybody's got an iPad and you know access to computers and all these things. She said, but a lot of the basic necessities that we still need to have to do business in the school are no longer part of the budget, and Lice Kits is one of them, and they regularly have to test For for head lice, that was the first thing that the money was going to go for. You know, many other schools will use it for you know teacher appreciation luncheons, for awards, for uh, you know some field trips for the kids. You know, there's any number of things that the the funds can be used for. And since the school doesn't do any work, we do it all. It's just a no brainer for most of them.
0: Yeah, I was going to say it's more passive for them than even for you, right?
1: Yeah, correct. I mean, they don't have to do anything. Once the you know, once we're set up and have approvals, we come in and do our thing, and, and
0: they just have to cash a check on a regular basis. Yeah, great, great model. Now, you've had good success here, Matt, but I'm sure it wasn't always that way. Take us back to the biggest challenge that you had to overcome in business or otherwise, but what sticks out in your mind as the biggest challenge that you faced? And typically, our listeners here are looking for the actionable steps that you took to really embrace and overcome that challenge?
1: You know, Rob, the biggest thing, bar none, was a financial one. I, My second year in the advertising world, I, my first year, I was the number two sales rep in the country out of 750 reps. My second year, because of my success, They decided to throw a bunch of extra quota my way to kind of help carry the office. And my quota increase was over 90 percent. Everybody else in the office was five to 10 percent. Well, that decision cost my family about eighty thousand dollars in uh, income that next year. And we dropped into a deep, deep, deep hole. So I had to figure out how to get out because I could look at the compensation plan and realize that there was no chance for me to work my way out of it doing what I was doing anytime soon. But I liked what I did. I had flexibility of schedule. So even though it was a really, really bum deal and hand that I got dealt, I, I didn't want to walk away and go somewhere else where I might not have as much ability To put together things on the side. So I stuck around and just continued to do my thing during the day. But like a duck on water at night, I was working like a madman. I I was out of balance for a period of time there between, you know, working full time running my route in my local area businesses, starting school spirit vending. And for a period of time there of about 18 months, I was also delivering pizzas on the side to fund the business because we were growing and I needed the capital. I didn't have the ability to borrow any money. Around that time, I got turned down for a payday loan, believe it or not. Well, you don't even need a credit rating for a payday loan, but I had three overdraft charges to my account the previous month, which, of course, showed up on my statement that I had to bring in and show the guy. So I got turned down for a couple hundred bucks to pay a bill. But but here's what I knew. I knew that it wasn't me. It, it was the situation I was in. So I tried not to take it personally. I tried not to let it get me down. And I just got focused on doing whatever I needed to do to work my way out of that hole. It took a while, but the beauty about vending was that once I had my first machine and saw what kind of revenue numbers that that I could expect, I could easily do the math to figure out how many machines I needed in how many locations to get ourselves out of the place that we were in. So I just got busy Doing what I needed to do, working the numbers, getting really creative on tracking down and finding money or selling things or whatever I needed to do to get that next machine, to get that next machine, to get that next machine. And, you know, a couple of years later, we emerged from that situation. And that's right around the time school spirit vending, the whole idea occurred. And I was in a place financially to assess the situation, to have the idea and actually act on it because I had done some things that I knew I wasn't going to do forever that in many cases, might, many people might have thought were are beneath them because I had to do what I had to do. And the long-term goal was more important than somebody looking at me cross-eyed or or wondering, okay, what's Matt, former Air Force Academy grad, doing delivering pizzas or whatever?
0: Got to do what you got to do, man. And I think those hardships were almost meant to be for you because here you are and how you were presented with that problem and you were forced to find a solution in true entrepreneurial spirit, man. Congratulations on that for finding that solution, man.
1: Thanks, Rob. I appreciate it. I, I failed a bunch along the way and did a lot of stupid stuff along the way, but I have found in business that there's very few decisions that you make that you can't recover from and as long as you you know think them through and do all you can to mitigate risk you know there's there's a lot of learning that can be done if people are patient until they truly find what their niche is, find what their spot
0: is and then give their business time to grow. Tell us about some of the rewards of entrepreneurship. Why is it so great to be Matt Miller?
1: you know rob the biggest thing is just having control over your life. You know, my family got a chance to take off most of the week last week, uh just the 5 of us to get away before my two oldest kids go, get kids go off to college this school year. I didn't have to ask anybody. All I had to do was make sure that it worked on everybody's calendar and get somebody to watch the dog, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um otherwise we were able to do it. Um I'm going up to Colorado for a couple of days, uh, leaving tonight, actually, to help one of our franchisees. And then next week, my wife and I drive out to Virginia to take my daughter to Liberty University, where she's going to be a freshman there. I couldn't have done all that stuff if I was working for somebody else. Um, So to have that flexibility of time and schedule... And also to be able to afford to do some nicer things now and then. I still drive used cars. I've got you know, the van my wife drives has 178,000 miles on it. The the car that I drive is a 08 Mercury Mountaineer with about 250,000 miles on it. I do that because a car to me is just a tool. It's nothing more. So why go into a lot of debt? Or why drive something to impress people that I really don't care what they think about anyway? So we're pretty practical on a lot of those things. But to be able to do some traveling with my wife and my kids, to be able to, you know, my wife's computer has had issues the last few days. For me, just to be, get her a new, you know, a Mac Mini uh Before we got on this call, actually, and order it and not have to worry about it and know in a couple of days she'll be taken care of. We'll have a brand new computer and we'll move on with our life. Simple things like that that I couldn't afford just a few years ago because I just didn't have the money coming in. It's made all the difference.
0: Great, man. love the practical nature of that. Yeah, great stuff. Now, I'm going to shift gears here a little bit. Matt, what's been most effective for you in engaging with and growing your audience? And here, I want you to help the aspiring entrepreneur understand a few things about gaining some traction in a really noisy marketing and social media landscape.
1: I've always looked at the direction that everybody's going, Rob, and walked the opposite way. And I believe in gaining traction in the marketplace today more than ever. You have to do that very thing. Don't get me wrong. Social media is important. Email drip campaigns and and email campaigns and that type of thing are are very, very valuable still. But let's face it. I probably will have 300 emails in my inboxes today, and there is no way I'm going to get past any but the most important. So how do you reach somebody like Matt Miller or somebody like Rob or anybody else who's busy out there. You've gotta go back to some of the old school ways that nobody's doing anymore. You know, I came from the direct mail world. You know, the mailboxes are less populated today than they have been in a long, long time. Yes, mail takes money. You know, there's expense involved, but if you're looking to get noticed, that's one of the best vehicles today to do so. You know, another vehicle is just good old pressing flesh, shaking hands, kissing babies, and developing relationships. My whole business, when I was in the restaurants and and the other businesses with my first bulk vending route, was done face-to-face, door-to-door, in the trenches. It's not exciting. It's not glamorous. It's a lot of drudgery, to be honest. But Not many people are out there doing that today because everybody's looking for the shortcut. So look at the direction everybody's going. Go the opposite way, at least with part of what you do, and it'll make all the difference in the world. You know, to my knowledge, I'm the only franchise out there that's doing what you and I are doing right now, talking on a podcast. There are trade shows and all this other stuff that everybody and their brother is out doing, spending big, big, big money that quite honestly, I didn't have when we started franchising 14 months ago uh, to reach people versus just taking a little bit of time and talking directly to entrepreneurly minded people through a show like yours. Um, it's been very, very effective for me. And at least right now, there aren't a whole lot of people out
0: doing it in my space. Yep, so important to have platforms like these to create these networks, and I'm glad that we're having this chat again today, Matt. Now, are there any influencers that you follow online or otherwise for your own motivation and inspiration?
1: You know, a couple guys come to mind. The first one is a gentleman by the name of Aaron Walker. I don't know if you're familiar with Aaron. Aaron's been on the show, yep. Awesome. Well, he's, he's a good friend of mine. He's actually been my business coach for the last couple of years. Um, it's been really, really cool to be around since kind of the beginning of his view from the top, and to watch that all come together over the last couple of years. Um, he's an incredible guy. Uh, he is one of the big reasons why we are where we are today in our business, because I've had his outsider ex- outsider expertise and thirty five plus years of business experience, you know, that have been in my business. Um, you know, on a weekly basis, the other person that I, I get a lot out of, even though I don't necessarily agree with the language and that is Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, the guy I think is on point with 95% of what he says, um, the videos that he's producing and his team is producing and are part of my Facebook feed daily, um, make a big, big difference. And, um, he's got a lot of wisdom there. Um, another guy that I've just gotten to know here recently is Pat Flynn. Uh, I've known of Pat and followed him for quite a while, but actually gotten to know him personally of late. And, uh, you know, another guy that is just doing some incredible things and, uh, you know, is somebody I want to be more like, I guess.
0: Yeah, absolutely. With that smart, passive income, right, man? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah yeah so uh yeah with i just want to just speak to some of those people that you're talking about Uh, aaron uh yeah just great inspiration love his transparency and uh him and i actually have some parallels in our in our stories too so i urge everybody to go back to episode 000 here to take a listen to that and listen to aaron's episode too and you'll find those parallels again forgive me for jumping around but uh, i'm gonna ask you this man do you love to win or hate to lose and why
1: you know, I think I love to win. I, I, to be honest, I'm not that competitive. It, it, might, it might be weird, but I, I'm not the guy that no matter what I'm doing with my buddies, I've got to be the guy that wins. I, I'm pretty content where I am in my skin. And if I, if I can win, great. Uh, but I, I've been in the losers column a lot of times in my life and prefer not to be there.
0: Now, give our listeners something actionable. What are you doing to wind down after a long or stressful day?
1: You know, we moved out in the country. I I can't speak enough about, you know, the wide open spaces, some peace and quiet, you know, being able to see the stars at night. You know, we just got a little six-acre plot of land here in Central Texas, so nothing big. But, um, you know, to be able to do that, And uh, and to be able to shut off the electronics and just spend time with my family and friends, developing relationships and and sharing life together, uh, I think is a big, big thing for me in that arena as well.
0: Now, let's do this, Matt. Let's boil it down. What is the one thing you want to share with our listeners about taking that entrepreneurial leap like you did or just creating another stream of income like you've helped so many other people to do?
1: I would tell them, Rob, get started today. You're not going to have all the answers. Quit getting ready ready to get ready to get ready to get ready to get ready to do something and do it. Take action. You know, I may be on the far extreme of that. I'm the guy that if we get a new grill and to set it up on our back patio, I'm the guy that'll try putting the thing together three times get it wrong all three times, but learn through the process until my wife comes out and reads the instructions and (laughs) helps me get it right. But because of that, I've learned a lot of things along the way. And, you know, too many of us, I think are afraid to fail. And so because of that, we're paralyzed and don't do anything, get excited about failing and learning from that failure. And you'll be a lot further ahead you know, six months, a year from now than you ever thought you would be. The business that you have in your mind right now is probably going to be 180 degrees different once you actually get in the game, but you're never going to figure that out by thinking about it and
0: theorizing about it. You got to get in the game and take action. I don't know where I heard this, Matt, but if you think you're 80% ready, you're probably ready to launch, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, But I I mean, I, I'm probably a bad example in this, but man, there's been many times where I'm much less than that, (laughs) you know, but you, you know, you do what you got to do and, and you move on and you adjust and, and you don't take yourself too seriously along the way. Yep. You just learn
0: it all along the way. Now, Matt, this has been great. If people want to learn more about you and your business and how they can get involved with school spirit vending, how can they connect?
1: A couple different ways, Rob. First off, they can go to or they can email me, Matt, M-A-T-T at school spirit vending, or excuse me, Matt at SSVbusiness.com. The other thing is I wrote a short ebook called Live Your Dreams, the top 10 reasons why you should own a vending business. And Uh, For anybody in your audience who's interested in learning a little bit more about vending from somebody who's been in the industry for over a decade, um, they might be surprised what they learn. If they want to get some more information on general vending, I'd love to help them out in any way. Or if they want to talk about the franchise some, we can start a dialogue there, too. But they can go to ssvbusiness.com forward slash bidsy and download that for free. And we can go from there.
0: Matt, thank you so much for that generous gift, and I hope the Small Business Society takes advantage of it right now. Thanks again for freeing up the time today and joining me on Bidzy Small Business Society, Matt. You take care. Thanks, Rob. God bless, man. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, if you're looking for a service provider or a local professional... Go to Bidzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, if you're looking for new customers or a way to expand your customer base, sign up for your 30-day free trial today at Bidsy.com. Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society.